Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Miscellaneous Podcast. I'm your host, Kenzie. And I'm Taylor. And on this podcast, we switch off who has a starter topic, and every week it's different. I just already said that. Anyways, last week was me. This week is Taylor's turn. Do you prefer word searches or crosswords? Word search. Why? Um, I think mostly because a lot of the clues and references on crosswords I don't understand or get the reference it to it's from. Word searches, I'm hunting for something. So what if it was a word or a crossword, like anime based? Oh, if it was anime based, I'd probably be like, I know that. <laughs> okay, so the reason you don't like crosswords the, is because it's not written for probably for you me. in mind. Because a lot of the stuff they do, I'm like, what? I don't know that. Whereas like my parents know that. So mm-hmm. I think it's just they're not written for my generation. Okay. The ones that I've interacted with anyways. Well, those are typically like in the newspaper or whatnot. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, I prefer word searches. Also because um, I can let my eyes unfocus and kind of just scan and I yeah. go, word, 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 that word, word. The weird thing where you can like scan it and then there's that one that you can't find. And you have to do the stupid, this row, here's this letter, circle the things around, look. Uh, <laughs> Takes you like, to, and then you find it. My dad taught me that in fifth or sixth grade. Because I was like so annoyed. I was doing word search and I came up to him and I was like, man, I was like, help me. And he's like, it's right here. How did you find it? <laughs> and he's like, hey, you go line by line, you find a letter. You check. Oh, next letter in line. Next. Oh, no. Okay, it ends. So it's not here. Because like, our eyes are really good at seeing patterns. Mm-hmm. So when it sees a pattern, it recognizes like a word, for instance, it pops out really fast. Yeah. Also, it's really easy for my brain to like bloop. And just word, 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 mm-hmm. word. I feel better. <laughs> okay. So I had a thing that I had for today. I don't remember what it was. I was like, I should talk about Do that. Do not attack my toes, kitty cat. <laughs> He's looking at me like I wasn't doing nothing. Anyways. I, I can't see him, but I, he, there he is. He attacked you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's all I care about. A lot of scratches. Oh, so I don't know if you can tell, but I was looking at my ID for work, and I think my cheeks are not as chubby as they were. And I use that term lightly. Yeah, because you don't have chubby cheeks. I don't have chubby cheeks. I have chubby cheeks. When I have, I have a grimace so your, smile in my picture. Your face is thinner. There we go. And I was like, because I obviously I can't tell because I see myself every single day. <laughs> So the answer is probably because you're hypoglycemic and not eating enough. (laughs) But also, I'm being very, very active. And I lost like 10 pounds in the first month and a half I was there. Mm -hmm. I like it was I dropped it quick enough that Sunny asked me if I had lost weight. Hmm. And she's like, did you lose weight? And I said, yeah. And then I put it all back on because, you know, muscle was heavier. (laughs) But and also I started to up my meals a little bit because I was like, I need more food. But apparently not enough. (laughs) But muscle also looks better because mm-hmm. it's like it, it contours with the body versus creating its own contours. I noticed the other day that my arms, I was wearing a, a baseball tee uh-huh. and I can see my muscles through the sleeve of my shirt. And I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the kind of job I want where I don't really have to work for it. I mean, I kind of do. I'm working in a different area in the warehouse today, uh-huh. which is full case. So I'm driving a machine around that weighs the, the same as three cars. It's like a six ton machine. Yikes. And there's no power steering. So my entire right, the right side of my back, like down the middle, like my spine over, mm-hmm. it was just sore. Yeah. Crashed sore. Well, so I had a, like a two day migraine this week. I had to pull out my pillow of shame. And Avery's like, I didn't know that's what that was called. And I was like, yeah, it's a shame. I have to use it. <laughs> that's why it's called the pillow of shame. Because it's just like a... It's, it's not a, a punishment. It's just a shame that I got to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I only use it when like my neck's out of alignment. Because it's, it's, it's an alignment pillow. Like it's designed to help keep your body in alignment. And so mm-hmm. I, have, I only pull it out. I'm, and sometimes I wake up every night to pee. This is just my existence. Every night. No, pregnant also, or not. Also, pregnancy. Pregnant or not. Oh, I, I heard period or not. And I was like, okay. <laughs> pregnant or not, mm-hmm. I will. I have to get up to pee. Because my body apparently only processes fluids at night. 
No, it doesn't. It processes them all the time, but it does more at night. Um, and so sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, all right, I'm done with you. And I get my pillow that I prefer. <laughs> um, I had something I was going to tell you. What was I going to tell you? Migraines, shame pillow. I had a genuinely bad day at work this week. I noticed. And I was like, well, oh. probably two of them. Like it was just like Wednesday was a bad day at work. And then Thursday one of my coworkers told us some really terrible news that like they've got to go in and get checked for cancer. Oh, yeah, like having some issues and having some signs and and like x-rays and whatnot and was like, "Yeah, you need to get checked for cancer." And we were like, "No." And so that kind of tanked that day and then like more work things that were just bad. And it's been like honestly, I can't remember like the last time I had a genuinely bad day at work. I think the first year you, I started. You've had frustrating days, but not frustrating. Like, but I haven't had. Day. This is like, in a, I'm coming up on four and a half years at this company. I don't think I've had a bad day since like my first year here. Hmm. I don't. I didn't. It was a bad day. It was a really bad day, and it's kind of just thrown off my whole week. Like Thursday, I got up from the computer and I was like, I need to go outside, and I'm gonna go spend some money. I, I'm going to go sit in the car and, then and cry. And Fruits Baskets was waiting for you. <sighs> I was like, literally like, I'm going to go on a drive. And he was like, okay, bye. And I was like, I'm taking my gift card. And he's like, oh, it's been that bad of a day. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it has been. I, I don't know what's going on. There's a whole mass of emotions. I need to leave. <laughs> like, so I did. And then I spent a hundred dollars at Barnes and Noble on seven books. But. Five collectors edition of Fruits Basket. Oh, which, collectors edition. Yeah, I thought they looked pretty. <laughs> they're collectors edition. They are pretty. Wow. They're, so instead of like, it's two mangas in one because it's a collectors edition. So the it's got so instead of getting chapters, all the little bitty ones, you get you get chunky one. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I like breeze through it because it's like the fifth or sixth time I've read that first couple books. You can definitely tell it's an older manga by those pointy little chins yeah but i love it it's like my favorite story it's dude so. i remember reading this in junior high because i was so pissed off where the anime left off i was like who does she end up with and then yeah. i was the whole time i was reading i was like bkyo 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 because he's so much better mm-hmm. because i was like yuki only sees you as a mother figure yeah yeah no i love it and i'm glad that the writer was like yeah no love triangle here no and had and had yuki's revelation first i was like thank god yeah because yuki is an interesting character but he was a better character yeah especially after he turned into the beast form and she ran after him and was like no have you watched the new one yet i have not i've because i've watched like the four episodes of that no, i like I want the whole you, thing done i need you to get at least to the beast episode okay holy I have, crap i fell in love because it's animated so beautifully it's so animated so beautifully and they add a couple things like a couple interactions that mm-hmm. like they, they give it more emotional impact don't they? yeah they expound on the dialogue and you're just like <laughs> i have a core memory of a three days grace amv set to that scene i believe it mm-hmm. i believe it and also there's a three days grace amv that made me watch wolf rain huh. which was actually just a sad depressing anime <laughs> like violet evergarden violet evergarden's like sad in a way that you're like oh look at her grow but also, what they went through was sad, and she helped them get closure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, I was like, everybody dies. <laughs> Everybody's dead. All my friends literally, are dead. It's, it's literally like post-apocalyptic, and there's these wolves that can occasionally turn into humans. But most of the time, they just stay wolves, and they're trying to survive and find the promised land. They literally all die. Every single one of them die. That's not cool. Yeah, and it, the AMV was, let's start a riot. <laughs> So I was like, ooh, what's this anime? And I watched it and I was like, I'm sad. I have the big sad now. I gotta go. I gotta win it. Also, the reason why I watched Bleach is because in an AMV set by Pillar. Yeah. On Frontline. It was Hitsugaya running after um, Momo. Okay. Because she's been brainwashed. And yeah. it was like looking at I was like, oh, what's this? It was my first major anime. Yeah. So 
uh, when I was watching it, it was amazing. Rewatching it now with boyfriend, I'm like, this is disappointing. This is terrible. <laughs> Especially after I just watched the fight scene on Demon Slayer, and I was like, oh my god, look at it. It's so beautiful. If you want a, a, a series that you don't expect to be as good as it actually is, Green Eggs and Ham. I don't think I've ever heard of it. On Netflix, they animated Green Eggs and Ham. Oh. Like, I... I genuinely cannot get over how much I love this show. Like, second season, I freaking love it. They break fourth walls. Like, they've got a narrator. And at one point in the second season, they're like, the narrator's like, I wish I could help you, but I'm just a disembodied voice. (laughs) Oh, that just reminded me. Me and boyfriend watched um, George of the Jungle not too long ago. Okay. I love George of the Jungle. I forgot how funny that movie is. Yeah. And they stared at the mountains in awe. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <Not> uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, so they go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this movie is dumb and I love it. And they absolutely master female gaze. Oh, absolutely. Because the most attractive scene. Brendan Fraser is an attractive man. I love him. And he's just a great human. And the female gaze is when he's just out in the paddock running around with his horse. And all of the, all the women are looking at him going, ah. <sighs> And all the men are like, girls in their horses. I'm like, no, sir. No. They're not looking at the horse. Not looking at the horse. They man. don't see that horse, man. Especially because George sits there in his little tree thing and he's got a flower in his hair and he's got like flowers around him. And he's like, I just felt being a little pretty today. And like, totally normalized it. Yeah. Also, just, I will never, ever get over Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. I will I, never, ever get over that. I understand how people discovered they were gay or they were bi watching that movie yes every character because they're both so attractive and the way he cleans up and her expression yeah you're like yes ma'am you see him now look at him well hello. look at this man <laughs> also did you see that reaction to brendan fraser realizing how many people like supported and loved him no so he, someone signed up for an individual fan thing uh-huh and she signed up with him and she i don't remember what she had for him maybe but he had like a little rose because they couldn't have it like actual face to face because pandemic but he like had a little rose and she put it on tiktok it went exploded Mm -hmm. because people were like it's brendan and then he was like at a comic-con interview and he was like getting emotional he's like i just didn't realize that there were that many people out there no we love you dude like i I was like you're brendan fraser of course we love you like i'm so sorry that i am that the mummy three was so horrible that you got a really bad back injury and had two failed back surgeries yeah and it like messed you up and you had such a horrible time you had severe depression and anxiety because your wife was uh, and divorced you and she was horrible and then you lost all acting stuff so like the giant alimony that she wanted from you you couldn't afford to pay yeah and we're like you had a really rough go of it but we support you yeah because everything you've been in i love (laughs) yeah like everything he's been in i'm like look at him He's in a new show, and I can't remember what it is. But I'm like, I have to watch it. Because it's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. But I will literally never get over the first two mummies. Never. Yeah, no, I... He's so pretty. I... He's, he's, he's like... He's a good what rugged I man. wanted... With Indiana, Indiana Jones yeah, to be. Yeah, Indiana Jones okay, is you, to the men I and Brendan Fraser's for me. I love the first three Indiana Jones because yes. we don't talk about the fourth one. It does not exist. That one, that one's not real. What fourth one? I will say, I, uh, Harrison Ford walked out on stage for <gasps> an, an events or something and he's like, a dang song follows me everywhere. I went in for a colonoscopy and it was playing. <laughs> I know. That was like Indiana Jones theme. <laughs> but yeah, what Indiana Jones is to the men, the mummy Brendan Fraser is to us women. Yeah. Because Indiana Jones is definitely more male gaze. Mm-hmm. And Brendan Fraser was like, no female. And I was yeah. like, yes, he is. Because <sighs> the whole movie, he's in a white button up shirt with sleeves rolled up. Yes. And that is peak yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Also, have you seen that poster for Moon Knight? Mm. Where he's yes, yes, yes. And men were like, "Why? Why is this so great?" I'm like, "We have been telling you 
for years. Eons. Eons to roll up the damn sleeves. Okay? That's okay. all we need. You like lingerie because it reveals so much you want to take it off. I need you to reveal just this much. Just this forearm. Usually a muscle forearm with a bit of vein in there. But and the then- way he's standing there with the suaveness and the head tilt. I haven't watched any of the episodes yet. But apparently he is golden retriever energy. Wow. And I was like. And the person was like, you gave us this man who was like peak female gay, so attractive. All we see is the forearms and nothing else. (laughs) And then he's a golden retriever boy. I couldn't ask for anything less. (laughs) I was like, exactly. (laughs) Give me suave golden retriever boy. I'm down for that. Oh, so funny. So I've seen this. um, Interaction. No, I saw this TikTok and this girl was like, you want to know how you get yourself a good significant other? Get yourself a gamer boy with golden retriever energy. And I was like, I have that. (laughs) He's golden retriever energy with me. Everybody else, he's nervous golden retriever. (laughs) He is the spazziest, weirdest person I know. Because when I tell you boyfriend's a spaz... You don't think of him as that. I do. I've seen him in enough, like, randomness before he realizes I'm there. <laughs> Literally, the other day, if we're home alone, he'll just be doing something. He goes, <laughs> he'll just make pterodactyl noises for no reason. Yeah. And they never annoy me. But when they start you, I go, stop it. And he immediately does. So I appreciate that. But it takes a lot for it to start annoying me. Because he never does it long enough for it to annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ava reminds me of like what are those sheep dogs that go out with the sheep in the the wilderness? Border collies, no, or border. the or the 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 not Newfoundlands or the livestock guardian dogs. Livestock guardian dogs. He will go and go and go. Then he's gonna take a nap. But if you need him, he is ready. <laughs> he will go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the other day. I had to, he he didn't get home and in bed until like 4 a.m. But at 10, 1.0 had pulled all of the cushions off the couch and was trying to jump on the base. Oh. I think it was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. <laughs> on my bad day. Of and course I, it was woke Wednesday. woke Avery up and I was like, I am really sorry. I need help. I'm having a rough time at work and I cannot handle him right now. <laughs> yeah, he just got up. And then he like went to bed with the boys and took a nap and then went to work. It was great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. So, because uh, Boyfriend is very much a gamer person. That's what he does. And the only reason he's not a higher ranking in the state or in any gaming thing is because it's his hobby. Mm-hmm. It is not his job. He doesn't want it to be his job. If it's your job, it's less fun. Mm-hmm. I forget how small your feet are sometimes. My feet? Yes. Size seven. I'm a 10. I'm also 5'3". I don't care. <laughs> I was like, you're like a good four inches taller than me. Five. Five inches taller than me. So you're 5'3". I'm 5'8". <laughs> See? Like, you're a lot taller than me. It would make sense that your shoes are bigger than mine. Also, because pregnancy. True. True that. The stupid relaxing hormone. Um, so, like, he'll leave my house because he made plans to play video games with his friend. I'm like, that's fine. Like, uh-huh. we'll have fun. But I'm like, I just want so bad for us to be in a home where he's like it's time for video, video games and i say okay and then i take a book into the room and read it while he plays <laughs> i just want to be in your area sir we don't have to interact i just want to be near you like yeah. that tiktok that said when i say i'm going to play video games don't leave <laughs> like, and i was like that's what i want to do is just be in the background reading or writing or watching tiktoks or something i just want to be near you <laughs> yeah because that's, I'm, there was a big portion of college where we didn't do anything fun together. We just did homework together. Mm-hmm. But that was good enough for us because we could at least be in the same area. I, Avery and I do that. But then we also run into the problem of we're doing that and neither of us has the energy to start the conversations about the things we actually need to talk about. Like, <laughs> what's coming up this week? What are we making for dinner this week? Like, Because <laughs> I remember asking when I said, when do you feel the most loved? Mm-hmm usually when i start to feel a little insecure and i'm like i need validation and he says probably when we're just lying together looking at our phones 
So he just he feels the most love when we can just exist together and don't are not doing anything. And I was like, oh, I'm doing a good job. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, am I doing enough? Like, am I? And sometimes I'll ask him like, what? Like the last question, it took me a while to work up the courage. I don't know why, but I was like, what can I do to make you feel more loved? Uh-huh. And he was like, I think you're doing a pretty great job right now. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, just like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I get like nervous that I'm not doing enough. And then I have to ask him because I know you- it's a dumb feeling, but I have to ask. <laughs> well, and then he always is very, he's never like, oh, it's fine. Like he actually is like, let me articulate a full answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I-, I remember one time I was talking to sibling about it. Because she thought, like, we had just an eh relationship, and then I, like, revealed how much he constantly puts aside for me. Uh-huh. So, like, he'll make plans with a friend, and then he'll cancel those plans because he's hanging out with me and would like to continue to hang out with me. So he's done that a lot. And then, but not so much anymore because I have to get up so early for work, and he doesn't. <sighs> so I have to get up, at, I have to leave my house at 5.30 in the morning. He doesn't have to start work till 10 in the morning. So... Usually he leaves the house at nine o'clock at night because I need to be in bed and then he goes to hang out, hang out online with his friends. Yeah. So he hasn't had to like had to. He hasn't had the urge to cancel plans with friends. And then the only time he would would be on a Friday night. But now Friday nights are your night. So we're not even hanging out that time. Yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm OK with it. <laughs> I get you sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, like before, like he would do a lot of stuff where he would put me first and then um there was one time where i was like he said oh yeah i just got food from help (laughs) help with my my thigh i think i'm gonna get a charlie horse Uh uh-oh uh-oh coming to you live from the couch of Uh, it's not live it's a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah charlie horse coming it's it's, i just i can feel it oh is it that where you like your leg is just like frozen you're like if i move it it's gonna happen no it's just like i can feel the help i can feel the muscle like trying to tighten but like also not like <laughs> Dude. Kitty cat, this is not the time but I uh, you. No. Um. <laughs> no. don't squish the kitty the Avery hands are not for playing kitty cat <laughs> Yeah, you probably cut out some of this. That's fine. Ow! <laughs> uh, I mean, kind of. <laughs> you found something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it'll be okay now. I need to stop touching it. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> have we avoided the attack? Oh, yeah. Because if I'd actually gotten a Charlie horse, we would have to pause to, like, cry. <laughs> Prevented Charlie horse. <laughs> You can keep working on my farm. It's okay. No, no, it's okay if you keep working on my farm. It's not a game that you can just, like, take over and then suddenly I am i don't have the ability to play that level. <laughs> well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Guess what? We don't edit much out. No. <laughs> I mean, feel free to hit the fast forward button. It's fine. Yeah, I don't care. Anyways, what was the time up? Oh, yeah. Um, bam. It's, I think it's, my mom often thinks it's so weird that we have such different lives. And I was like, first of all, mom, you and dad grew up together in small town Moab, where the thing to do was hang out with each other. Me and boyfriend are growing up in a world with technology and a lot of things to do in the city. (laughs) My mom would be like, Avery hates us. No, mom, he just doesn't want to fight the ADHD-fueled conversations that we have <laughs> at dinner. <laughs> like, if you're paying attention, his one-liners will get you. <laughs> <laughs> and boyfriend's the same like me, where he's mostly a listener mm-hmm. rather than a converser. So, like, my mom will be like, it's so hard to talk to him sometime. And I was like, you just gotta talk about something that he's genuinely interested in talking about. Because he's very, like, if you ask him about his family, he'll just give you simple answers. I mean, in all fairness, mm-hmm. I understand. Because, I mean, that's a... Sensitive takes topic. a lot for him to open up about it, because it's not the best. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's told me before that he's really glad that he has my parents as an idea of what a marriage should be. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> well, I remember when we were younger, um, oldest sister was like, our mom and dad, <laughs> this was early on when I, have, when I was having a crisis, and she was like, do not base your relationship off of mom and dad, because it's not real. They have a unicorn relationship that does not exist anywhere on the planet, okay? It's dumb. She's like, don't ever base your marriage on what mom and dad is, because it won't be. Yeah. Because she was like, I didn't realize that until I got married, and was like, this isn't what I wanted. And then mom had to be like, of course it's not. You're not me or your father. Yeah. <laughs> so I, she was very clear. She was like, do not look for that because mm. you will not find it. Yeah, no. And I was like, so what you're telling me is they've ruined it. <laughs> so. No. They are a... S- oh, it's oh. 10 o'clock. They are a goal. They are, they are a goal to strive for. Yes. But not something that I'm going to expect. Like, here's the deal. People go into relationships like like married expect- expectations. So like, in- for instance, oldest sibling, she was like, I don't know why I thought this. Because um, she was like, for some reason, I thought when we get married, my husband's just going to start cooking and all this stuff. She's like, he's never cooked when we were in a relationship. Why would we start cooking now? <laughs> <laughs> the man can barely cook. <laughs> like, he doesn't like leftovers. So Amen. I mean, if there's if it's a yummy leftover, I'll eat it. Um, however, like so for me, getting married to boyfriend, I do not expect him to cook anything, which is fine mm-hmm. because I enjoy cooking, and he's not a picky eater, so he'll eat whatever I make. <laughs> but also, like I also know that he's not gonna complain if I don't make anything, and it's just a cereal night. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my issue is that I need to get my crap together and learn how to keep a clean bedroom. Because <laughs> that is not fair for him. I don't see the problem. Mm-hmm. Having he's... some chaos around the house. <laughs> he's a lot cleaner than me, and I don't feel like it's fair. Because like, this is my living. My bedroom is my living space. I don't care. But I feel like if we're sharing the living space, I care a little bit more because I don't want you to live in my mess. <laughs> So my only recommendation is have specific places where your mess can exist mm-hmm. where it's not going to bother him. Oh, my beach here. But it also, might be. Like, but, like, for, with Avery, when we first got... He still does it, but he's doing much better. He collects random papers, and they just live on the desk until I get to the bonkers point where I shove them all in a box, and I tell him, if you're looking for a piece of paper, it's probably in that box because I can't stand looking at them anymore. Mm-hmm. And that just fixed the problem. Also, I don't have to worry about laundry because he does his own, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. The man is religious about his laundry. Saturday. I start getting low on underwear and go, oh, I should do laundry. <laughs> I I do it once a week because I have lots of humans I, like, I do laundry I was like, for. you have three people that do laundry. You have four, four. people. I'm a human, too. <laughs> I also exist in this scenario. <laughs> um yeah, see, the other thing about our laundry, laundry is I don't sucks. I don't have to worry about laundry being mixed together because we wear the same color palette. <laughs> Dark colors. Yeah, everything just gets washed together. I mm-hmm. don't care. But I also might leave him in charge of his laundry because he's got oily skin. Well, so and if he, he wears a t-shirt once and then has to wash it. Well, and if he prefers a specific routine or mm-hmm. a specific day, like... I that's... asked him once. I was like, would we do laundry together separate? And he said separate, like, without even thinking about it. And I was like, that's fine with me. Yeah. Because like, that sounds like, for you guys, that would be the better option. Mm-hmm. I just take care of the laundry. It's just, like, that's one of the chores mm-hmm. that for our household functioning, I have agreed to take. Mm-hmm. And also, Do I fold? No. He's really, really good that when I ask him to pick something up, he does it immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like a dish, and I say, "Can you grab that?" And then he'll bring it upstairs because it's his dish. What are you doing, kitty cat? Putting his face on the warm computer. I'm waiting for him to click a button. Yes, I'm staring at you. You mm-hmm. can feel it. Weirdo. We had a uh, my brother's cat Simon. We had the space heater going, mm-hmm. and he would try and like squ- he was a fat cat. But he would, like, try to squish himself, like, under it mm-hmm. and be, like, a millimeter away from the hot metal. <laughs> I've seen cats who have done that and literally have singed their fur. <laughs> my dad's... A, so, it's so interesting because my dad's so done with animals and he's just tired of taking care of them. Mm-hmm. But they had cats before I was born. And they had a black cat that liked to rest up against the grate of a fireplace. 
and he said he would get so hot you would literally burn. He's like, I have literally burned my hand touching this cat. <laughs> and he was like, it. why the cat wasn't burned? I don't know. Did the hair? I think it was just the, the way the fur is insulated kept mm-hmm. enough off of him. But he was like, he would literally burn himself. Uh, but you don't have any. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying no. <laughs> He's, so I really liked Farmville. Like really liked Farmville. But I hate Facebook. So then when my sister came over, because I had a bingo, I got to see all my sisters in one day. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I call it when they all appear. <laughs> I, the sister right underneath me was not, not too pleased with me because I... Uh, because she's, she's a little depressed right now. Uh, just a lot going on. And she hasn't gotten into therapy to deal with it all. And I was like, well, we're having dinner. I, do you want to come over to dinner? And she's like, are you calling because everyone told you I'm broke? And I was like, I genuinely had no idea. I was just calling you because the youngest two are coming over. Because my pa- our parents are out of town. She's like, oh, okay. What time? And I was like, I looked at the <laughs> clock and it was 4.20. And I was like, 5.30. Knowing my other siblings weren't getting here until 6. Mm-hmm. And she's always late. She's like, oh, I'm going to have to get in the shower. And I was like, yep, right mm. now. <laughs> so she got in the shower and then she was here at like 525. And she was so mad that she was so early. But she was playing it and it's called Heyday. And so I was like, I love that. I've actually genuinely been looking for a farm style game. I was playing Merge Dragons for a while. Mm-hmm. I got pretty far and then I got a new phone. So it locked me out of my account and was like, start over. So I have to like figure out a way to like log back in yeah and get back in because i was like i am not starting over no especially if you got really far because if you let that game will take hours yeah to defeat certain types of like festival levels that they have okay and it's just sometimes it, i will do it until i get to the point where i'm like this is too much work <laughs> <laughs> this is too much effort i don't care anymore well the nice thing about heyday is like you have to grow things and you have to like let things sit and be made and then you have animals to take care of and like you have goals to complete of like this is why i want to get animal crossing because i I have a switch and i haven't played it for a really long time because the game that's in it is super amazing Mm -hmm. but it requires a lot of time for me that i don't really have to dedicate it to right now which means i haven't played it in a really long time because it's literally your choices influence the story of the game so every time you play the game you can have a different experience Hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, that, it gives that would you take a lot. So for instance, you can either play as a male or female character. Mm-hmm. And there's three different houses you can choose from. Okay. And I chose the one character that he was like, I'm an archer, and I was like, I'm biased, I love archers. I'm gonna go with you. And then I'm playing the game with the effort of making him my best friend. Mm-hmm. And my character fall in love with the girl that's like super sweet and innocent. Like she's so precious, we have to be in love. <laughs> and then I was like, if I ever want to play again, I would choose a different house, mm-hmm. and maybe I would choose the female character and do something like that. But I was like, there's so many ways to play this game. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so awesome. I have too much going in my life to dedicate all this time to you. I'm so sorry. But that's kind of why I want Animal Crossing because mm-hmm. I can sit down for like an hour or two and play it. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about Heyday, but it's also, like, in my hand because it's on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I can just, like, I need a quick mental break. I'm going to check in on my farm. And 1.0, I'll be like, hey, you want to help me with the sheep? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mama, are the cows ready? No, no, we just milked the cows. They need a couple minutes. <laughs> so, like, he's it's pretty just like interested. a time occupier, basically. With, with progress. Yeah. And, like, levels and, like, I get to, like, do things. I got to clear. I cleared all the my land. All my trees are gone and all the swamps. It's great. <laughs> now I just have all this land for growth and it brings me joy. <laughs> Does this bring you joy? Gosh, my mom did the Marine Cardo thing in, like, a month. Yeah. The whole house in a month. I believe it. Because my brother was coming back from Georgia and Utah is a lot more expensive than Georgia. So they had to live with us for a year to get that little bit extra to buy a house. Yeah. Because they sold their one-acre, two-story, five-bedroom house and had enough money to buy, like, a fourth of an acre, maybe not even that, with their two-bedroom, one-bath house in Sugar House. But they wanted to be in Sugar House. It's a very pricey area. Mm-hmm. But that's where they loved it in Sugar House. Everything they like is over there. Sugar House is one of the more cultured cities in this valley. I didn't know where you were going to end that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you think i was going i was waiting for the word hellscape oh <laughs> personally Dude, that tiktok 
where it was associating heavy drinking <laughs> and Utah's just white. And I was like, that's a lie. And I know that's a lie. You know how many DUIs happen here? Yeah. And not only that, if we can't get a specific alcohol here, they just drive over to Idaho to get it. Or Wyoming. Or, Wyoming. or Nevada. Or Colorado. Like, yeah. One of the states that border us, they just go there. Yeah. But my mom actually booed quote-unquote bootlegged alcohol over the border because she found vodka at costco she was like this is like the best deal i've ever seen for vodka because you can use vodka to make like actual vanilla mm-hmm. and so she brought back a couple liters <laughs> she's like yeah i spent like 30 bucks on this and i was like what that's like 70 dollars worth of alcohol mom yeah, that's the other thing alcohol is really expensive in utah because they don't want you to drink it yeah you but know, if they would just let it be free, it you'd Jesus have said, so... Like, Jesus said don't get drunk. He didn't say you couldn't have any. <laughs> well, if he's turning thing, water into wine, I think he was okay with drinking some. wine back then was more of a grape juice, not a fermented drink. True, but still. Okay, but I'm, all I'm going to say is if Utah would just ease up on their restrictions... <laughs> they would just put chill it, a smidgen. In, put it... Like, put like hard liquor in the grocery stores, we would get so much more in taxes. That's so much true. more in taxes. Because I know so many people who drink here. So it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know any heavy drinkers. I know people who like to drink. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> and I don't. Like, my coworkers are like, yeah, we all just need to go to the bar. And then Alcohol's I was like. Alcohol's just gross. It's not It's fun. nasty. But they were like, oh, yeah, this employee's daughter could be our DD. And I was like, guys, I don't drink and I'm pregnant. And they're like, oh, yeah, Taylor will be our DD. And I was like, yeah, I have a van and everything. The last time I was around people who were, like, getting drunk, it was my friend's bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. Which, in retrospect, she was only 18 and should not have been drinking. Yeah. But her no. parents didn't really care. And I was like, I know you're getting married. But I was also like, I know you're getting married. And I'm really happy for you guys. But I also, I'd be like, everyone's going to be like, she's 18. Yeah. No, there's a reason you can't drink until 21 here. Yeah. But also... Um, it was funny because she got married at 18, um, Saxon was 21, mm-hmm. and immediately her parents like, when are you having a baby? And she's like, yo, I am still 18. I am a child. Yeah, so they, they were married for a very long time before they started even trying for a kid. Yeah, and that's fair. I think Avery mm-hmm. and I were married five years mm-hmm. before we got pregnant. Yeah, because even oldest sister was like, while I do have, like, the baby fear, she's like, I want a couple years with just me and my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Avery and I wanted that, too. And I think we started trying at, like, year two or three. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I found out I had a thyroid condition six months on my medication. And we were like, because at that point, we're like, oh, okay, maybe we just can't get pregnant and we're going to adopt. And then six months on my medication, I was pregnant because I apparently am a fertile turtle. <laughs> I still remember how mad you were that when you got pregnant the second time. You're like, it took us so long with so number one. Long the and first like time. it was immediately with number two. <laughs> yeah, because it was so immediate with number two. I planned number three to be like, yeah, hopefully this puts us in October. <laughs> I mean, if I'm right, which I think I am, we'll go over into October, which is the goal. But I was like, but if we're in September, then all I have to do, because I want two more kids after this, is have an October baby and a November baby. And our birthdays will go August, September, October, November, December, January. <laughs> she was like, I got a child every month. <laughs> well, Avery's in August. And 1.0 and I are both in January. Mm-hmm. So. It would be- I always wondered how my mom felt about the fact that I was born um, 10, 10 days, no, nine days before her. I don't know. Her birthday. It, it didn't bother me at all. Like, he... well, I wonder if it even occurred to her that her birthday was coming up. I think she was like, get this child out of me. Uh-huh. Because by that point, she had three other kids and was just, that's, that's a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Also, I think it's so funny because my oldest sibling, my brother, and my oldest sister were almost born on the same day. Hmm. <laughs> and she was determined to give them separate birthdays. <laughs> Yeah. So she was like, she's like, the clock's ticking down. I have to get this child out of me. She's like, I don't know why I cared. We ended up giving him the same day for birthdays anyways. Yeah. I have a sister whose birthday was three days before mine. Um, and we always just shared, like, even now, but now 1.0 is in it too. And when he gets older, he'll help make the decisions about, like, birthday dinners. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
one year we wanted pancakes and cowboy beans and everyone was like are you serious and we're like yeah that's what we want we want pancakes and cowboy beans yeah birthdays i gotta figure out what i want yeah yeah it's coming <laughs> i'm gonna be 28 yeah i keep this whole year though i felt like i've been 28 i'm like no 27 <laughs> yeah i only know i'm 28 because it was my golden birthday yeah i had mine when i was 20 mm-hmm. 2.0 will have it when he's one he is already one mm-hmm. he has already had it <laughs> i'm sorry child you will never experience it it's Dude. fine <sighs> that child my goodness i always remember my friend ashley's birthday because she's six months and five days younger than me hmm. which is funny when her dad found out that she was like almost a year younger than me he was like wait what i thought you guys were the same age and i was like sir i am <laughs> I, I was like i'm 17 and you never knew that <laughs> it's funny oh, man. Ooh, i might have said this last week but i shocked a co-worker happened again like people, a zap or people a- don't know how old i am because we were talking about stuff, and I was like, yeah, I got my, I was like, yeah, I graduated in, like, uh, 2019, right before the pandemic. So I have this degree, and he's like, wait, how old are you? And I said, I'm 28, or I was like, I'm 27. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm 28 next month, and he was like, he's like, no shit, I thought you were 18. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> thank you. Because you have to be at least 18 to work where I work. Mm-hmm. Because we got heavy machinery. Yep. But he was so, like, flabbergasted. He was like, what? You're what? <laughs> and then I was like, I wonder how old everyone else thinks I am. Because there's this other kid that works there named Aaron, and he's younger than me by quite a bit, actually. I think he's only 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but because of my baby face, they probably thought he was older than I am, but I was like, nah, he's a child compared to me. Because <laughs> I remember being 23. I was an infant. <laughs> mm, 23. What do we need? 23. I've been dating boyfriend for three years at that point. I mean, I was totally married at that point, but like... It's easy to tell how long me and boyfriend have been dating because it's the same age I am. <laughs> we started dating on my 20th birthday. No, five days before my 20th birthday is when we started dating. Hmm. I mean, April 15th. Gonna be eight years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think it's funny. The only reason I know that I was dating before you were married is because he was at the wedding. <laughs> so I'm like, I remember... He I would, don't. He was at the reception. I don't remember. It's had, fine. Had a had a conversation with a policeman. Um. <laughs> what? I was what being kissing my boyfriend Faith. It wasn't at the reception. No, it was not at the reception. Okay, no, I remember this. Night. I remember this now. I was like. Excuse me, why is there a policeman at my reception? <laughs> there wasn't at your reception. Okay, I'm caught um, up now. I'm all good, better now. I was in front of his house trying to make him go home. I was failing epically at that. <laughs> and a policeman, because I have baby face, was like, children. And I was like, not children. Well, I mean, he's technically not. <laughs> oh, gosh, his one friend did the math and was like, <gasps> because at one point he was like, Wait, how long have you been dating? And I was like, four years. And he was like, and you're how old? And I said, 24. And he's like, and he is 21. And they did the math and went, oh, you cradle robber. And I was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> because he was 17 when we started dating. And I was 20. And in retrospect, that's a little iffy. But I remember but you I both agreed to it and there weren't red flags. And we both looked at our parents and said, is, does this bother you? Yeah. Because I remember asking mom, I was like, does this weird you out that he's 17 and I'm 20? And she's like, no, that's fine. And then even his mom and dad were like, no, that's fine. So yeah. we cleared it with each other and then the parents. <laughs> well, it's the fact. <sighs> Guys, I'm almost done. Um, <laughs> For me, it was the fact that you were older. Um, if he had been older, I would have been like, "Ooh, that's a red flag." But um, with you being older, I was I was less stressed about it because you're like you're smarter. <laughs> well, you're smarter. And I, I remember I asked you. I said, "Hey, I was like, hey, friend, if I was ever in a toxic relationship, like, would you like abusive one? Would you tell me?" You said, and you're like, "Girl, the minute he laid hands on you, you would beat that man." And I was like. Okay, I feel better. But I, I but you but you're like you. I will tell you, but you will know first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a coworker who's like, yeah, my my first husband was 
abusive apparently to every other woman he was with but not me and i was like girl you would have taken him out at the knees <laughs> he recognized that this woman won't put up with that yeah no he, she's like he tried to take a swing at me and i was like do it do it and i will the, end you and the, i was like the lady with the tiktoks where she was like where they're like my grandfather hit my mom my grandmother and she beat him with a frying pan he never touched her again i was like so much i love that she like can't keep it together especially because every single one is like the cast iron skillet which is a heavy thing that's what you got on hand i know but i love how all these women are like so you you chose to die today is that it? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then i his one was like my dad hit me and my mom beat his ass and i was like yeah hmm. <laughs> the thing is is like i know a boyfriend would never because he'll accidentally hit me and then he'll feel horrible for like 20 minutes <laughs> well people so my dad is six two and is a former marine and just like looks scary and everyone's like who's more scary your mom or your dad <laughs> and they're like i think it's your dad and i start laughing <laughs> you're like hey, you have not met my mother <laughs> because it's my undiagnosed adhd will kill you Like, <laughs> <laughs> well it's go time have you that guy with the dogs mm-hmm. where he does the dog impressions so my favorite one is like the robber comes in mm-hmm. and it's like um the one that i think of anytime i think of that is the the huskies and then it's just like <laughs> <laughs> my favorite though is like he opens the door german shepherd and goes Oh, it's that kind of He rips his shirt off. And I was like, <laughs> I saw a video. There was a police dog in his kennel. Mm-hmm. Somebody broke into the house. The dog ripped the door off the kennel and went after him. And I was like, that's a well trained dog right there. Yeah. Because people have asked, like, oh, is it a good family? I'm like, yeah. yeah. This dog understands that these children are to be protected. Yeah, these are mine. You don't touch them. You mm-hmm. get out of my house. And I love, there's a video of a police dog that doesn't want to go to work because he wants to stay home with the kids and then and the dad has to like convince the dog to get in the police car and he's just lying there in the lawn going and he's like come on we're gonna be late (laughs) so imagine having to explain to your squadron leader that you're like hey yo captain um he's like why are you late today max wouldn't get in the car no it's literally i would just like i would no context i would just take a video and send it to my leader and be like no context or we're, like we're gonna be late and then just video like, oh i read a, i read a thing this guy said he was late for work because his car wouldn't start and he <laughs> said it his, he said he goes in the next day and his people are like this his is- boss and he goes into the he's like hey i need you in my office for a second he's like all right he goes in and hr is also there and like another boss he's like like, for being late what's going on i missed like yeah what's going on like no no no. this is the best excuse we and we know it's real because listen and he didn't hang up the phone so it's like 10 minutes of him just screaming and swearing at his car and making him late for work and he's so mad he missed work entirely because one of his spark plugs was only catching or was only um creating power intermittently Mm -hmm. and so it was enough to turn on the lights and the sound but not enough to turn on the car and and the voicemails only go to five minutes <laughs> and so they're like yeah we really no we we're a hundred percent sure that there was no way you were making it in listening to that <laughs> i know because it was just like swearing of like this that's piece of junk like oh he's not just trying no he's okay <laughs> it's really broken yeah yeah no i uh there was one time I was late for work and it was a day of I had a review and I like rolled up. I was five minutes late and I was so upset about it because I, I leave with enough time. And then I get there and then in two hours later, my boss finally makes it to work. And then we have my review and I was like, oh, yeah, were you stuck pa- behind the car fire? And she's like, that's what it was. And I was like, yeah, it was a car fire on the, the 80 interchange. And she was like, <laughs> OK, never mind. I didn't know you were caught in that. that that's why you were late. It's fine. I'm, I'm waving it. You're not. You're not late. And I was like, oh, cool. You're like, cool, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Dude, though, like, so working in, so, like, the warehouse, when we had a really bad snowstorm, mm-hmm. uh, my boss was like, look, like, yeah, we are having work tomorrow, but he was like, don't be reckless. Be safe. If it's too dangerous for you to come in, he's like, just call out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, don't kill yourself trying to get to work. Yeah. But, I mean, like, one of our coworkers was like, hey, I'm stuck. Can someone come get me? And then AJ swung by and got him. Because mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, sure. I'll come get you. Like, if you want to come to work, I'll help you get here. 
Yeah, our last really bad snowstorm when I was in the office, I got stuck on an incline trying to exit the freeway. And even these big old trucks were getting out of my way because I'm in this little sedan rocking back and forth because it's a stick shift and I'm stuck in this slush and I'm getting to work. (laughs) I will make it. Like I would go slide to the left, slide to the right, forward, back, forward. And then I just like, they got out of my way and I don't know what those people looked in and saw in my face that they were like, oh, oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to move. The last, I had a, I can't, no, I didn't work that day. I think it was off. Yeah, I was off because I, I requested it for something and then I didn't go. But my, the snow was so deep that my, we had to dig my car out. And when I backed out, I got high centered on the snow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I can't move anymore, I'm stuck. My dad looked at it and he was, actually, the snow is just so compact. Because like my undercarriage was scraping along the snow mm-hmm. he's like it's high centering you enough that your tires just aren't putting enough weight down so you can't get out so we had to take the snow blower and like blow out the circle to get yeah. my car out because we needed to put it in the driveway because the snow plows were coming mm-hmm. you got to get out of the way mm-hmm. you're gonna get absolutely stuck yeah so that was like a three-hour journey <laughs> oh man i don't know if i sent you this video probably not because i don't like inflicting terror on other people <laughs> Like, that would stop you from sending it to me. It did. It did. Oh. I didn't send it to you. So this guy has, like, six rattlesnakes in, a in a in like, a, a quarantine box so he can clean their tank. Mm-hmm. And they just see him and they start rattling. And my brain was like, nah, 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 nah. Because I'm like, I live where those things exist. And I, I have in person seen someone rattle the end of a rattlesnake, like, that from, an, from a dead rattlesnake. And my brain was like, when me and mom went and hiked up to bell's canyon i almost stepped on one (laughs) i was i was in front of her and my legs were dead destroyed because the hike to bell's canyon is literally a mile of stairs Mm -hmm. i mean it's not really stairs but it's rocks that are acting like stairs and they're big it's inclined like you had to some of them were let me get my knee up here and push up with my leg my arms step Yikes. so going down when my thighs are tired and my cat like every time i stepped down on my toe my leg would shake because all my muscles were so tired Ooh. so then we finally got past that point it's more flat ground i'm in front of mom I'm walking along and i stepped down and i didn't see it because dead leaves and color of snake blend yeah and i stepped down i hear a rattle and i see go like right off in the bushes and i went mother like i said son of a bitch and i left and I ran back to mom, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, that was a freaking rattlesnake. <laughs> like, it was literally, like, less than a foot from where I stepped down. Like, I was, if I had been moving any faster, I would have absolutely stepped on it. Yeah. You see why I didn't inflict terror upon other humans? Mm. Like, I, th- I didn't send it to you for that reason. But I commented, and I was like, I live where these things exist, and my brain's just going, nah. <laughs> so somebody commented on my comment and they're like i live in california when i hear that it's a oh no they saw me before i saw them kind of reaction <laughs> my probably my most scary encounter with wildlife both times has been with moose moose terrify me my pastor's wife grew up in hawaii mm-hmm. no understanding that moose are dangerous and that wolves will only go after a sick one yeah so i was like a natural predator of moose is a killer, killer whale. I just if you did not know that information, I need you to soak that in. Also, I had a friend today who learned that um, scorpions are arachnids, and then I had to be like, "Oh, is that not common knowledge?" Sure, makes sense. Uh, apparently, you didn't know it. I thought it was I common knowledge. Either. I thought it was common knowledge. Did you know that that um, scorpions glow under black light? Yeah, the white ones. Yeah, which means that my um, childhood friend in Arizona has to take a black light over their entire house before they go to bed. Although he lives in an apartment now, so it's not as dire. But when they lived in a house, they had to do that every night. Yeah. Because they get in like spiders do, you know, like arachnids do. Mm-hmm. And the little bitty ones, the smaller scorpion is the more poison it is. Yeah. Well, and so I, my, my, my in-laws lived out there. They would spray for scorpions, and then they also had a cat. Oh, so the that... cat was like, ooh. Hee <laughs> 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 Oh. I don't know where I was going with this. The world is weird. I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I had a thing too. Well, 
It's gone now. Mm. And it kind of has. And I gotta go home and take some Tylenol. My neck is tired enough that's causing a headache. I think I wanna take some Tylenol too. My knee Which is, is annoying aching. because I went to the chiropractor yesterday. You need a pillow of shame. <laughs> but also, I was working in full case today, and that requires a lot of bending and movement with heavy objects. Mm. So I was showing my mom what I was doing. She's like, oh no, you should never do that. I was like, I literally have no choice. I have to bend below the steel shelving to put this in the back. Yeah. Unless I have, and I don't have the strength in my thighs to literally do a crab shuffle walk in there with a 40-pound box in my hands. No, you can't do that. That's So I use my legs as much as I can, but I end up using my back. Although I will say, I am proud that while my lower back is tired, it has not been sore once this week. Yeah. I had to go get the car. We had to go get some tires and do our missions. And I was walking back from the place, the, the tire place. And I was like, hmm, I have to pee. And I suddenly feel very pregnant. Mind you, my t- my normal tire place, I was like, you know, I'll just chill out there, wait for my things to be done. They're redoing their lobby. So the people who work in office are stuck in a boxcar. Oh. <laughs> like, it was, it was, well, it was cool. It was man- well managed. <laughs> but I was like, well, I guess I'm walking home. So I'm walking home being like, wow, I have to pee. Wow, I feel very pregnant. And then I demoralized myself. <laughs> so I, I had to call my dad and be like, hey, mom said that you guys still have this camera that I can use for school. I can borrow it, right? And he's like, yeah, I'll make it make it happen. And then I, I called him later and I was like, hey, I don't have any ink, black ink in my printer. Can you print my insurance cards? <laughs> and he's like, this pregnancy is getting to you. And I was like, no. This is the first time I've had to ask for help because I keep forgetting to take care of it. And it's not even pregnancy. <laughs> but then I was talking to him and I was like, I only have, what, I'm 15 weeks now. I only have 25 more weeks of this. And I was like, oh, that's a really long time. <laughs> then I, was like, I only have 20, oh, 25 weeks. Okay. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Totally demoralized myself. I was just like, wow, that's... You're like, I know I was pulling off the I'm an adult thing, but I really need you to help me be an adult this time. No, like, literally, like, I was just like, I need your email address so you can print this off for me. And he's like, well, how soon do you need it? I was like, we both have access to it on our phone, but I prefer having a hard copy. So, like, Sunday? Sunday will be fine. Also, when can you come fix my light? Because <laughs> we have a, our, our nipple light, our boob lamp, boob light... <laughs> The nipple is stuck and will not turn. And so I've tried a couple things. I I followed the advice I've been given. It won't do it. Even like WD-40? Yeah. I mean, actually, I haven't WD-40'd it because like the glass is like flush with the nipple. Mm. So I don't know that I'd be able to get it in there. I'll just make my dad come fix it. Um, <laughs> and then if he can't come fix it, I'll go upstairs to my neighbor and be like, hi, can I borrow a dad? I need a dad for like five minutes. Because <laughs> the last time I did that, I was so mad. He just I was trying to hang up my curtain rods and I had one that was stuck and was just not coming out and not coming out. And I was like struggling. He walked in with his screw gun went and pulled it out of the wall. And I was like, thanks. That's why I needed a dad, but now I'm really mad that that was how easy it was. <laughs> uh, my so oldest sister, because her husband isn't super tool-y like my dad is. I think sibling's the only one who picked it up, which means that if I ever need to build anything and we're older and my father has gone home to the Lord, I'm going to be like, hey, yo, sibling, <laughs> help me build this thing because you're the only one who's stuck. Like my dad, if we need to know how to do something, he's like, come here, let me show you how. Yeah. So I know how to do a lot of stuff, but I haven't had to do it many times. Yeah. For instance, sibling built a bench on her balcony because her balcony's really weird. It's skinny and long. Yeah. So she built herself a bench and put a lot of pillows on it for reading and stuff, but it's like not big enough to put any sort of furniture on. So she had to build furniture. Mm-hmm. Whereas me... Would be like, I know what needs to happen, but I lack the skill and experience to make it happen. Yeah, I'd, I would work out of my dad's garage. Mm-hmm. My dad's got a whole like... shit. My, my dad doesn't have a garage per se to like work out of. So he has our car garage, which he built a table with my uncle. And it's currently it winched to the wall. So when the truck's pulled in, he can pull the truck out, push a button, and the table will get lowered. And then he pulls out the legs and then it can wheel out. 
and be locked in. So he's got this huge, massive work table that currently resides on the wall. Nice. Because he saw a YouTube video and I'm making that. <laughs> my parents have a three-car garage, so my dad has the third bay in that. I keep forgetting you moved. Yep. So moved. I was like, last time I knew it was a one-car, it was two-car garage, but half of it was reserved for stuff. Storage. Organized stuff, but stuff. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, most of that was just, like, clothes that we were either sizing out of or sizing into mm-hmm. because, like, you already have the clothes. You're not going to buy a new wardrobe every time someone gets bigger. Mm. Like, yeah, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember when I finally graduated from Payless Shoes because I stopped growing and could have nicer shoes. Because my mom's like, I'm not going to shell out 50 bucks for shoes you're not going to fit in in two months. Yeah. Or that you're going to wear through. Yeah. I destroyed shoes. Which is funny because, you know, sandals, Mm -hmm. I can't wear them anymore. Why? Because when I was in grade school, I had my favorite pair of sandals Mm -hmm. running around in them. I got a searing pain in my heel on my left foot Mm -hmm. that would go away when I wore shoes. The minute I put sandals on would reappear. I never found out what caused it and it would only happen if I wore sandals or flip flops. Does it still happen? Yes weird i know right because i thought well maybe that was just when i was a kid and i was like so from barefoot nothing the minute i put something between my toes or like the velcro sandal thingies shearing shearing searing shooting pain huh like it feels like a dagger just shoved into my heel bone weird doesn't happen with closed shoes though i don't know why which is okay i guess because i don't really like flip-flops i don't really wear shoes that i can't run in <laughs> i just don't like things between my toes like it's yeah. oh it's a sensory thing by the way i need to get toe spreader thingies because see my toes see how look at this is my feet together see how far away they are they should be like this but they're not okay now hold on <laughs> so for for okay, those of you my who, thighs don't get my thighs are in the way <laughs> for those of you who aren't seeing this i've put my feet together heels to toe and my big toes spread apart at a v right at the knuckle joint what's wrong with that that's what my toes do and I learned recently if they're doing that, like I can spread my toes apart pretty well, but if you can't, it means the fascia in your arch is too tight and it's pulling your toes together. So how you combat that is the little toe spreaders they use for manicures and stuff mm-hmm. or pedicures. You put that on for like 20 minutes every day. It helps stretch out that fascia. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a warning sign that your fascia is getting too tight and you could start getting plantar fasciitis is if you can't spread your toes out like you can your fingers. I can totally do that. Mm-hmm. But they say the minute that starts getting hard or you can't do it at all, that means your fascia is getting way too tight. And spreading out your toes actually stretches that. Hmm. Oh, so our chiropractor is definitely helping um, oldest sister with her plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Good. To the point she has different shoes on. They're oh. really, really fancy for plantar fasciitis shoes. But she's only been wearing her Chaco sandals for like years because they're the only thing that she could wear that doesn't cause her pain. Yeah. So she's like, yes, my feet hurt really bad at the end of the day, but I can wear these. Because he did the whole painful, let me break down the scar tissue in your foot. She was like, it was so bad she almost cried. But (laughs) and then because she'd been walking on the outsides of her feet because it hurt, all the joints in her feet were just like screwed up beyond belief. I can believe that. So, literally, it was, this week, I'm going to adjust your hips. And I'm sorry, it's going to make your feet and knees worse. Mm. And then I'm going to adjust your knees. And then I'm going to adjust your ankles. Yeah. And now I'll do your toes. And now I'll do the metacarpals. And, like, it was, like, a four-week process. Because he's like, if I do it all at once, your body's going to go into, like, shock. Yeah. <laughs> but I she was literally that. walking on the very outside of her foot because her arch just couldn't handle anything. So he was like, this is going to screw you up. And then he did say, like, you have to get special inserts. You know his little foot machine that he's got? Yeah. He made her stand on that. She's on a very bad number. Not the worst possible number, but not a great number. And he was like, you need these because he's like, if you don't get this, he's like, you are going to need knee replacements. Ow. Because it's putting that much pressure on her knees to walk on the outside. Yeah. So he was like, this will probably, this, he's like, you'll probably need them eventually. But he's like, we'd rather you get them in your 70s than when you're like 40. 40. Yeah. He's like, so you, however, they're really expensive, but he's like, it. I personally just bought a pair of $50 inserts, like to replace the insoles of my athletic shoes. Mm-hmm. 
because my athletic shoes, the arches are in the wrong place and cause pain. And my podiatrist was like, yeah, you're going to have to walk, like break your feet into these. Mm-hmm. Like I can go about six minutes and then I start to get pain. Like pain so bad that like my feet still ache after I take my shoes off. My feet used to hurt when I first started at this job. Not anymore. It takes a lot for my feet to hurt at the end of the day. But that's because I'm used to walking 10 miles every day. So Yeah, but you also have shoes that fit and feet that conform to the normal shape of a shoe. And I st- after the first couple of months, I started looking for shoes with a really wide toe. Yeah. Because this pinky toe on my left foot, is it curves weird, which means the nail hits on this toe. Mine and it's been too. bothering me a lot lately. I don't know what it is. And I usually keep it trimmed down really low. But since I started working a full case, I don't know what's going on. But it's like I get a callus here and then it hurts. I would get that rem- I would get that nail removed, but I don't want to have to get the shots in the bottom of my toe anymore again. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's why like I should probably go to an optometrist and be like, what is it called again? Podiatrist. A podiatrist. Podiatrist and be like, yo, this is my issue. What's your solution? To rip out your toenail. Which I would probably be okay with. Yeah. The only problem is, so they have to, they go numb, 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 and then they like numb down in, then they numb, and then they numb on the bottom. And the bottom base of your toe is so incredibly painful, even with that teeny tiny needle. (sighs) So incredibly painful. Because I usually keep it trimmed pretty short, and it's been fine. Mm -hmm. But lately, this past week, I don't know what it is, it's been hurting a lot. I'm like, and then I realized I hadn't cut my nails in a while. And I was like, oh, I should do that. But also, I think it's just because I'm lifting heavier, way heavier things. It's putting more pressure on your feet. And I'm having to do the wide stance thing. So I think mm. it's just putting a lot of pressure on my toe. Because when I'm walking around barefoot, it's not touching. But when I have my socks and shoes on, I think it's just a smidgen too tight. Which is why when I bought new shoes, I was looking for a really wide toe base. Mm-hmm. And when I walked, the stupid little fold didn't annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest thing. If I walk in that fold, it folds down in a weird spot. Not buying that shoe. I don't care how cute it looks. It's all about yeah. comfort over style for me, people. As I wear my new anime shirt. Although it is very soft, so. I mean, comfort and style, man. Let's yeah. take it. I've always, like, it's so funny when I think of myself in junior high. It wasn't that, I was like, yeah, I didn't care. But I also had zero sense of style. Like, Yeah, I wouldn't say I have a sense of style. I have a, this doesn't look ugly together. <laughs> I mean, what? I think depending on what I'm wearing that day is just the style. Because, yeah. like, cause like my, my, do you remember my, like, does this work for Christmas? It feels too plain. And then I put on my hat, and I was like, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like I have a sense of style, but I don't know what it would be called. Boho. Nerd. Yes? Boho nerd. Boho nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'm fading. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I think... That is, sir, that is my wallet. You can't have that. Okay, well, that's the podcast this week, guys. We made it. We got over an hour. We made it. We have a small spot in there dealing with the almost Charlie horse, but that's fine. <laughs> the last pregnancy Charlie horse I had, I limped for three days. Ow. Three days. It woke me from a dead sleep and I was sobbing and I was like, it hurts, it hurts. It woke Avery up. What hurts? It! I couldn't even explain to him that it was my calf, my <laughs> left calf, and it had, my Charlie horse had forced my toes to be pointed. So the only way I could force it to release was pointing my feet at the sky. Ouch. And then he rubbed it out and I, I did. I limped <laughs> for days. It was bad. All right. Well, on that note, see you all next week. Bye. Bye.